Hi, my name is Patty, and welcome to 30-ish Going On 13. This podcast is my personal journal where I rant, rave, and ramble about my dating experience in Singapore as a 30-ish year old woman with the mental and emotional capacity of a 13-year-old girl. In each episode, you can expect possibly vague details about my date, no matter how far and few in between they are, unorganized thoughts on relationship articles I happen to read or tweet, and hopefully more helpful chats with folks from my amazing support system whom I've sought wisdom from. Thanks again for joining me, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back. I admit that this may have been a bit too late, or at least very belated. Uh, My initial plan of having released something every four weeks did not go according to plan in May. It's not that there weren't things happening in my life. I mean, there were, clearly, except that I also went on holiday, and then I kind of left my mic over at my cousin's, and I just got too lazy to pick it up. Take no chill, it's like three blocks away from me. So, excuses aside, uh, May is over, and with it, I guess, another set of updates? Uh, my main state of affairs was interesting. I tried this other app that apparently I signed up for a very, very long time ago, but wasn't open in Singapore at that time. And recently, one of my friends, Ami, uh, told me about it, that it was open again. And so I tried my luck, and it was. And I don't know, I'm getting so lazy with these things. I tried it for like a couple days, but I wasn't getting any traction. And like the impatient girl that I am, I deleted it. So inner circle, maybe I'll give you a try some other day. I don't know. We'll see. I am still, however, on Bumble, and I guess the, I don't know if it's a highlight, but the interesting about me, interesting thing about me, is that for the first time ever, I actually went on a Bumble date. I don't think I've ever been on one. I've gone on the Coffee Meets Bagel dates, I've gone on the Tinder dates, uh, both of which to varying degrees of success, as I've said in the past, but Bumble... I've had conversations, I've moved from conversations on Bumble to WhatsApp, but I haven't really been asked out. And, well, maybe I I didn't quite get asked out, I guess I asked the guy out this time. But I figured because it was Bumble, wherein the mechanics are a girl would have to ask the guy out, I figured it was all par for the course. Interesting first date, I went for breakfast with someone, and then we actually went on a second date, and it was a breed drinks, dinner, which didn't end up having drinks, but really nice guy. I guess just, again, that into me. The muscle of dating is a bit rusty, and but the recovery time is so much better. Maybe it's because I just don't give a shit anymore? I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm just not as invested, or maybe I'm not investing enough. I don't know, but... I guess the initial giddiness of the start of the year is definitely wearing off, and as we near the half of the year, I'm definitely wondering if I still can fire in all cylinders. We'll see, I guess. But not stopping, not stopping. Uh, there are moments when I find myself like just 
not even going on the apps and being okay and maybe I'll take a little break we'll see that's it for my May there's that like I don't know exercise or thing where you make you clasp your uh, palms together and like pretend like you're praying or at least your fingers are entwined and your thumbs are on top of the other in a cross of sorts and supposedly if your right hand or your right thumb is above your left thumb it signifies that you use your head over your heart and if you clasp your hands with whatever feels natural and your left thumb is what is over your right thumb it signifies that you use your heart over your head what's felt natural to me all these years has been a head over heart thing and i totally and completely agreed with it i think i still do but this month it kind of made me question it for a second i've always been very firm and like yes i'm a head over heart girl i can mind over matter anything and as my grandma would say and i would just really fiercely believe this but i think a lot of the intuition or at least every time i pull a card or every time i talk to friends about it for some reason it's been all about feelings in may i'm not used to describing feelings i'm not used to letting feelings rule there's a my good drenching guy who has an amazing tarot card set and she does tarots for like actual living not the way i do dabbling dabbling but she has this card the ace of cups and it kind of says or at least the interpretation of it is let the feelings flow and every time i shuffled the cards and cut it and shuffled and cut i would pick that card and i picked it so many times in may and i let chingai know about it because it I was like, what are these feelings that I'm supposedly letting flow? I still don't know if I've let the feelings flow through this May. I really don't know. But for a second, and for at least for me, it kind of made me question it a bit. Whether I really was a head-over-heart girl, considering I had all these feelings that I somehow couldn't tame. I wish it were easier for me, at least in me, it felt quite hard to turn off these so-called feelings and looking back on it a little distance works not just hindsight you know um it's 2020 they say but like physical distance actually works it's difficult for me to pull myself away from things especially when i dive head deep into it but like anything you know separation and distance and just taking yourself physically and mentally out of that space really helps. So that holiday I had at the end of the month with my family was a good time for me to rejig myself so that I could not stop the feelings necessarily, but I guess process why I felt so weird that I was letting feelings rule. I don't know. I don't know if I want to turn off the feelings. I know I mean I don't want to turn off the feelings. Feelings are okay, I guess, but I guess I just want to find that balance. I guess where I'm going to is that I do still think <laughs> I think that I am a head over heart kind of girl, but it's not bad to listen to the heart sometimes and 
finding that balance between the two will probably be what I need to work on this June. We'll see. See how far along and how well the head can rule the heart or at least temper it just a bit because when I let it, when I do let the feelings flow clearly, I go a little crazy and <laughs> I don't think I can do that just yet. And finally, we reach that part of the show wherein I coerce friends <laughs> and family into talking to me about their stories. And it's not that the pool of friends is, after, I guess, five episodes, is lessening in Singapore, but I do have a friend base in Manila that is a wealth of information and I've been meaning to get off my butt and figure out how to record long distance conversations. And I think this episode is the lucky episode. I focus too much energy on trying to figure out how to do this recording thing free of charge because I didn't want to pay for any of the software. <laughs> I'm so cheap. Uh, but I did manage to and I was able to interview a really good friend of mine from Manila, Diane, who I worked with for four years of my life. Diane and I are both, well, she's turning 30 and I'm a 30-ish person, so it felt apt that I talked to her about her current state of affairs and how we are similar but different in our dating approach and I guess the strategies we've been using if it sounds a little fuzzy on Diane's end, uh, I apologize. It's my fault. I clearly didn't prepare enough for this technically. Uh, I hope you guys find it interesting. Uh, I would definitely love to have her come on again, maybe even in person. Maybe you'll visit me, Diane. But I hope you guys enjoy this. And so today, I am starting my first ever international recording. Uh, this is an interview uh, or at least a conversation with one of my really good friends from Manila. Uh, her name is Diane, and we used to go to the same university. We had different courses. We ended up working for the same company. Uh, I stayed there for four years, and she stayed on after I had left, but it's really interesting because, uh, number one, I was actually able to figure out how to do, record my screen, which means I can interview people who are no longer, in, who aren't in Singapore, which makes me very, very excited. But also, if this sounds a little weird, that's because it's the first time we're doing it, so I hope it's both sides of the conversation. Uh, so yeah, Diane is joining me from the same time zone, but in another country, and I hope you guys find our chat interesting. Hey, Diane. Hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me on a Sunday afternoon. I know that we have rescheduled this chat so many times, but I'm glad we finally made it happen. Yeah, we actually did. No, um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad we're doing it. We made it work. You made it work. No, we... I just accepted the call. <laughs> <laughs> we we made it work. No, number one, there is no conversation if you're not part of it. So I'm really glad you're joining Aww. it. It's true. So yeah, so Diane and I have, I guess, like, we're the same age, I think. Yeah, I think we are. You're probably younger than me by like a year or two. I'm uh, turning 30. Yeah, so I turned 31 okay. this year. So yeah, mm. I think we're like, you're 88. Eight, eight. Yes, yeah, so we're in your part. And we went to the same university, and 
I don't know about you, but I found that my universe, our university, our college, specifically my course, was not conducive mm-hmm. to finding the boys. <laughs> not at all, unless they're gay. <laughs> exactly. We had all the gay boys, fabulous gay boys. So many fabulous gay boys. But no straight boys. I mean, a few, but they were either um, already in a relationship or... or <laughs> So the thing is, you were in journalism, and I was in broadcast communication, and I think my course and film were the ones with the least amount of straight boys, or boys at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, maybe it was us. I think film still had some brooding straight guys. Mm. (laughs) I always thought Jern was a hotbed for boys, though. No, well, not my my batch, at least. (laughs) Just a few. Just a few. And it's interesting because then, so not in college. So were you dating? Were you seeing anyone in college? In college, no. Although I was obsessed with this one guy who turned out to be <laughs> gay good friend. <laughs> do I so know I, him? I think you do, but mm, I'll tell you later. Okay, maybe you can type it out in our chat and, and let me know. But this is super interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah so, I, I also had a couple crushes back in college, but... They turned out to be, you know, still straight, but they were, like, with someone else. So, mm. yeah, it was one of those, like, inter-college romances. He was from Comres, and Ew. she was my, not, she was my batchmate. So, yeah, not my blockmate, but my batchmate. So, ugh, college. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because, like, I feel like if I had, if we had gone to Ateneo, we'd probably have boyfriends now. I don't know. Me. Although, I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's always my working theory, though, about uh, at least UP versus Ateneo. Anyway, so yeah, these are the two, uh, one of the two universities in Manila that I guess a lot of the people in our social circles would have gone to. But yeah, so coming from our colleges, same college, we then went to work. We ended up working at the same uh, company. Were you there Mm -hmm. before me? I think you were. I joined the company 2009. Ooh, I think I joined the company 2010. Yes, I was elsewhere for a year. And then a year after that, I, mm. I transferred over. But yeah, still yeah. no straight boys. <laughs> yeah, true. Our industry was <laughs> the lack of straight religion in our industry. <laughs> I don't know. I guess publishing wasn't the place to be. I mean, there were straight guys. Come on, like Marla married someone uh, within. and it's just... <laughs> So there are success stories, but... Yeah, I think I also stayed single throughout my, obviously, my stay with publishing. And you? I did, yeah. My last boyfriend was uh, high school. So 13, 14 years ago. Wow, girl. It feels like a... But did you go to like a... Did you go to a... Like a, a co-ed school? I did, for both grade school and high school. There you go. So at least there was some exposure. <laughs> Um, but yeah. see, so it can be repeated. Lightning may strike twice, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but now that we're both out of uh, that place uh, where there were at least I didn't, there didn't seem to be a, a great pool for us. I, I really wanted to get you on because I did read that article on The Cut that Maria De La Russo, whose work I followed ever since she was in Refinery, she did a very good article about uh, the definition of single, being single, and mm-hmm. how uh, other people 
at least not everyone seemed to agree with her on what being single meant. Uh, so let me just read like some lines to you. I, I sent you this article, I think, and mm-hmm. you were a bit, yeah, you, you, you had agreed with me. So she wrote that uh, she's basically been single because she wasn't with a boyfriend, but then she went out with this guy and he asked her how long had she been single for. And then she counted since the last boyfriend and she said mm-hmm. four years. So as you said, you, you've been single for 13, 14 years, right? Yeah. And then she goes, the guy, the guy rather, who asked her, he goes, you really haven't been on a date in four years. And that mm-hmm. was when, because his definition is that if she, and then she goes, I dated a few guys for a few months at that time. So the guy then gets back to her and says, so you haven't actually been single for four years, which was very interesting to me because does that mean they that we're not <laughs> single? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> well, right? I mean, based on Maria de la Russo's premise, or at least the guy, this guy, uh, she then goes on to say, but those guys weren't my boyfriends. We weren't in mm-hmm. relationships. And then he counters her by saying that they did have some kind of relationship. Didn't mm-hmm. those count for something? And mm-hmm. if this apparently hot British guy that she was on a date with mm-hmm. is to be trusted, should we trust him? That mm-hmm. means that, my goodness, I have been non-single for a couple years now. <laughs> now I mean, uh, Harry. I'm, Diane, same as you, right? <laughs> Don't lie. That's why I brought you on. <laughs> what are your What are your initial thoughts on the the passages that I read, at least? Well, I've always considered myself single um, up, up until now. But I mean, if we're talking about relationships, there there was one line where she said, um, "She said we," and then the guy said. She'd had some kind of relationship with them. But to me, it wasn't the relationship. Yeah, it wasn't the. It was some. Yeah, it was some relationship. So if you count that as not being single, then yeah, we we weren't single for a while. Right? I mean, because I guess what is single? Single is like really, what does it mean? Not trying at all? Uh, Because if effort counts, my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> you and I have tried. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> we are A plus triers. I mean, if effort counts for something, I'd I'd like to think we are. You've been dating for how long now? I think two years also. Right, but just right. Last, so, last year, like actually, actually dating. Yeah. Last January. Okay, and you've been doing this on the apps. I started with Tinder and then eventually OkCupid and Happen. Tried a bunch of other apps like uh, um, uh, Coffee Meets Bagel, but it's no good here in the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a bunch of trying and then uninstalling the apps when, when it doesn't be. Now I have three main ones. What are those three? Uh, uh, Tinder, OkCupid, and Happen. How are okay? How are OkCupid and Happen? Because I've tried both in a sense that I filled out the long ass questionnaire on OkCupid. Oh wow! Yeah, it's so <laughs> I long, never right? Did that. <laughs> you didn't fill it out. I didn't. I just copy pasted what was on my Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. 
use the exact same photos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I think we all have our go-to photos anyway. But would you say? And then I tried happen for a bit, but nothing ever happens for me on happen. <laughs> <laughs> Which of the three would you say is the best conversions for you? At least to a either a conversation or a conversion to a date. Tinder for me for some reason, cause um for OkCupid. Remember when there was a time that anyone could message you? Not that, that was super creepy. Match. Yeah. So yeah, it was very creepy. A bunch of just yucky guys messaging. But then I went out. I had one decent someone. Actually, two decent dates. And then he turned out to be engaged. That's horrible. <laughs> that is I know. horrible. So I guess uh, not. I guess, yeah. guess not. Happen is, yeah, not so much happening, but it's just <laughs> nice to see, like, oh, there are a bunch of cute guys near me. I think it, I think they said here <laughs> that with Happen, you better make sure that you only turn it on or you turn off your, like, location settings when you're not in, like, the cool parts of town so that it'll only yeah. cross with people who are, like, let's say, hanging out in the CBD or in, like, hipster areas. And yeah. I guess in your case, Poblacion. Nahud. <laughs> 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 I just a thought. So I, I, I've tried Tinder and Bumble. I mean, at least those are the ones where I've actually gotten some sort of response. And shockingly for me, it's Coffee Meets Bagel that has given me the best or the longest. Or, oh, yeah. oh, fairness. Bo- both of my some kind of nothings uh, happened through <laughs> Coffee Meets Bagel. So I don't know. Are, are you liking it? Are you getting because. some fatigue from it? Like, from using the apps? Oh, the, the apps in general. Yeah. Um, I was. But not this year. Because this year, it's been um, one kind of steady boy after another. Mm. Kind of steady. Kind of steady meaning how long? Kind of. Well, the, uh, one month. <laughs> Girl, me too. Don't worry. <laughs> it's such an achievement if you get past, for me, if you get past the second date or the second week. <laughs> I feel you. I think I've been on a lot of first dates, like a handful or less of like second dates. And that's it. I don't think I've really gone to a third. And if I got on a third, it was totally forced. And I was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't have forced it. <laughs> I get you, I get you. Like, I don't know, like, okay, so that's good. Uh, and right now, is anything happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's kind of a steady boy right now. Okay. Came along after, so the first boy this year, that was from January to February. And then after that, there was nothing, like, <laughs> from February. February to April. Okay. And then, yeah, I met this guy in mid-April. And we're still going out now, and it's promising. Try not to screw it up, but... (laughs) I think that's all we can do, right? All we can do is just try, and... Would you say that, I don't know, that you're getting better at this? I think I'm getting better at a few things. Like? Like, um, Like, not giving too much of myself um uh not just physically but emotionally as well and it's like making them the priority just because they're leaving you know like leaving in a week or a month or whatever 
Yeah, um, I'm getting better at protecting myself. <laughs> that is very <laughs> good. Still taking chances. Yeah, it's a balance. Wait, it's it's hard. I come, I go, and like I have like these ups and downs of like, okay, I'm gonna try, 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 and then I'm like, eh, <laughs> I don't want to try, and mm. and I think I'm in that I don't want to try phase right mm-hmm. now, and it's like super. I love hearing from you and hearing about like the progress or non-progress you're going through because it just shows that you know you just gotta keep at it. I guess. I I get I get the the frustration. Believe me, there's been many 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 nights that I'm thinking maybe I should just delete the app. Yeah. What if something comes along? <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, I, I'm in the brink of like maybe I should go on like a hiatus from the apps because I know nothing will happen. I mean I don't know maybe something will, but highly doubtful because I don't exactly go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the apps have been helpful in making me meet people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it just gets it just gets to a point where you're a bit you're a bit like eh, I'm exhausted. I don't know. It's tiresome. <laughs> it is. It is. But do you find that when you find, when you find like good moments or good dates, like this boy that you're kind of seeing, that it kind of <laughs> makes it, like, ooh, there's hope, or ooh, like I should. It's a good thing I keep trying. I don't know. Yeah, I feel that way every time it goes well with someone, especially this guy. I don't even remember swiping right on him. You know. <laughs> Did you swipe right or did someone swipe right for you? No, no, no. I don't let my friends use my Tinder anymore. <laughs> anymore? Uh-huh. <laughs> did they so, yeah, before? Their friends did they swipe for you or, or, let, or you let your um, friends who are in relationships try it. They didn't have Tinder when they were still single. So. But not, now not anymore. Um, this guy, I don't remember swiping right on yeah. Why I did, <laughs> but I'm glad I did. No regrets. Uh, thank you, fingers, for <laughs> swiping right. <laughs> I saw something in him, like maybe my subconscious saw something in him. But it's anyway. So it's a very um uh, not exciting. Way. You know, when you remember the the beginning of something, like oh shit, I don't remember why I swiped right on you, but I'm glad I did. That's good. Um. So. I, yeah, this is very, very different from all the other guys I've been seeing. Because, um, so we have our, both our similar background. College, nothing, nothing really after college for a few years. And then it was just, uh, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, is, is, he also, is he also active on like the Tinder dating scene or not so? Uh, we haven't really talked about dating experiences okay. except for um he mentioned because it's on his profile it says um let's try this again one more time uh-huh. or no no let's just let let's try this again David. Uh, sorry okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay he said on his uh, let's try this again um so i asked him about it during the date uh, and then he mentioned that uh the other day it's uh, through the app. It was either um, they didn't have chemistry or it was one-sided or, 
or if things just didn't work out. So that's that's all I know about his dating background. Um, and I mentioned things now. Profile reads, uh, looking to meet looking to meet interesting people who are based in or travel often to Manila. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> so he asked me about that also, and then I just said, I, of course, I didn't tell him everything. I just said, <laughs> that's good. Good, we're learning, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, it just I said that it comes with a transient generation that people are always moving around. Try dating without a deadline, basically. The deadline. Ah. The deadline is interesting. I like, I like that you're experiencing something that doesn't have like a hard like expiration date right now. Yeah. Because it seems that that's been the case for you. Yes. But... Hard yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good, and I think that's something that I need to unimposed from myself because I go see people but somehow I have this like a looming I there is no specific date for me but the concept of the, like this expiration date of this deadline of when I need to be in a relationship by I think that's what's mm. like been pushing me to really just date 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 because like there's this non-existent deadline that I've set for myself and it's really dumb but mm. I'd like to try dating Diane style, where there's now no expiration date. There's no rush. There's no like, why am I rushing? Yeah, um, it's it's very refreshing, Patty. It's because in all my ways, um, example the the guy I was dating earlier this year, the one month guy. Every day I wake up, I think, okay, I have eleven days left here, nine days, blah 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 blah. blah. So it's it's like you're operating from a place of lack. Yep. If that's the right way to say it. And it's not good for your mental well-being and your emotional well-being. Um, it's a healthy... I feel like it's healthy for me. I feel like we're both trying not to screw it up. <laughs> no, I mean, I think... I think it's really good and refreshing that you're finally getting something that isn't in a rush or, as you said, coming from a place of lack. So I super am sending you all the good vibes on this one that you've learned from what you wanted to, what you needed to learn from in the past. And it's making you a better informed person to a more whole person as well when you enter this one. I don't know. Yay, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, speaking of which, so you're you're both on the app. While you're mm-hmm. seeing this person, are you still swiping? I am. And uh, seen anyone, and I haven't really talked to anyone. Do you oh, find? No, no do you find that when you're kind of seeing someone and you're half-heartedly kind of like still swiping on others, that? you're kind of hoping that this one works out so you don't have to keep swiping anymore and so it becomes less, you become less into it? Yeah, uh, I would definitely say that's the case for me right now. And part of me is just a big part of me as a safe measure, like just in case this this doesn't work out, there's a bunch of guys that may, but 
I'm not really interested. I'm so judgy now. <laughs> Ten times judgier now. <laughs> like before I would give him, like if it's a douchey first picture, then I'll click. Maybe he's not really a douche. Maybe he just doesn't know how to pick pictures. But now... No, I think it's just more of like, do you find yourself? Because I do. The same as you were in, if you're seeing or you're kind of seeing someone now and it's going okay-ish. I kind of like am half-hearted with the rest of the swiping mm. and I feel like I think some friends told me before that I should still continue because until you kind of lock something down like it's not it's not quite sure mm-hmm. yet so it's good mm-hmm. to have it's horrible as it sounds it's good to have backup but then I can't bring myself to yeah. uh I I just don't have the energy or like I guess cuz I'm so consumed by this mm-hmm. whatever the current like good thing is Mhm Yeah, so I was just wondering, is it just me or is, are other people, do other people also feel that way? Because, I don't know, I just, it feels like it's unfair to, it's unfair to myself to not keep swiping. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I also feel like it's unfair to myself to keep swiping because it's like, I'm just waiting for this other shoot to drop with this current guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, I think um I was exactly like that with the first guy this year, the one It was really intense, and um, we we were we didn't say it, but we were exclusively seeing each other. Uh, uh, and then um, it was really the most intense connection I've had with someone. So I was, like you said, I was consumed by it, really swiping, swiping. Um, especially since I knew that we only had a month together. But this time. I'm, 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 I feel steady, like, I, I guess it's really the lack of the deadline that makes everything so much better. And also because, well, because of the guy, he's, he's a steady person, like, he doesn't play games with me, he's there, he's just a steady presence. Oh, here's, the, okay. here's the steadiness, you know, I mean. yeah. Everyone deserves some steadiness in their lives. And I really, I mean, for what it's worth, whatever, however this thing works out for you, at least for this moment, you felt that sort of stability and this constancy with this guy. True. Um, that's also something I was thinking about. Um, just because we don't have that, it doesn't mean that we will last forever or whatever. Um, every relationship ends at some point, either in death, <laughs> it ends at some point. So it's it's just nice to appreciate what we have in the moment. Although that's very, very hard for an overdue. So I'm trying to work on that as well. Yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, I know that every relationship has an ending, but I kind of am hoping or I'm trying to be Like, I have hopes and I have expectations and I have dreams that this will last mm-hmm. for as long as it can. And hopefully that's not just, mm-hmm. you know, a month or a year or whatever. But mm-hmm. I guess that's all you can really... It's hard to keep your hopes up, I I find. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that got a little sour and <laughs> dark over there so yeah i guess we'll we'll take a, a short break what <laughs> and we'll come back uh with the next thing i wanted to talk to you about all right and we're back uh diane and i kind of 
got a little sentimental there at the end and I wanted to bring it up back a little bit. So I was talking to her over the break about like how do you find how do we both find dating in our 30s? Well, she's turning 30 and turning 30 yeah, turning 30 and how it compares to dating in the past because for me, I find that given that I I don't think I see myself really wanting children i'm not sure it's not like a hard no but it's mm-hmm. definitely not the reason why i'm dating having offspring is not why i am rushing to you know be in a relationship for me it's more of just mm-hmm. i've never been in one and i kind of want to know how that feels so it would be mm-hmm. interesting for me to have it now in my 30s but how about for you dan what is like how is it dating in your i guess in your 20s in your 30s back when you were in high school how is it different Well, when I was in high school, it was very it wasn't the dating that I know now. <laughs> um, very 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 innocent and sweet. <laughs> Unlike the Diane of now, no. <laughs> exactly. Hi Anton, what do you call her again? Just kidding. <laughs> it, it it won't translate well to English. It won't. It won't for I'm sorry. sure. <laughs> um, so when I was in high school dating in grade school <laughs> wow like my, my last year of grade school that was the first time i had a, a boyfriend uh, a boyfriend quote and quote because we were on and off for eight months wow girl so dramatic <laughs> like we, we would have an argument and then picking up now and then by the time monday comes oh we're back together <laughs> <laughs> i guess you just needed the weekend so to cool down stupid <laughs> okay, anyway, so high school is a little bit like that as well. Uh so it's it's uh it's not really dating for me. I, I see it as dating. I kind of forgot what it was like actually <laughs> to be with a boy after that. And then um went uh using Tinder and going out with guys from the from apps, from online dating apps when I was 28, I think. So, um, uh, the the first time I did it, uh, what happened? Oh, it was an awful date, and then <laughs> started out with awful dates. Um, then it, like a switch turned on. Um, all these guys, my sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> Go there, yeah. It went from zero to sixty very, very quickly. Very Rihanna. Okay, shut up and drive. No, but yeah, uh, that's. And did you find that you like that sort of speed, so to speak, or did you uh, want to take like a step back as well? Uh, it had been more than a decade since my last quote-unquote relationship. I like this. I I felt like I was catching up in a way. Oh, I feel so, you so much. Right? Yep. So I I didn't mind the speed at all. Encouraged it. <laughs> <laughs> go go go. With the right men. <laughs> With the ones that aren't complete assholes. So okay. yeah. those are rare. Okay. And then so it was a mix of good dates, something in between. So I feel like I had a lot of experience since i started using the apps um what was i gonna say 
So is okay, it, so would you find it different now? Do you like it more now? Do you the speed? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like um, it it so it went from zero to sixty, and now it's back to zero. <laughs> I wouldn't say zero, girl. <laughs> Okay, not are, zero, not you zero. You are dating. You are Maybe seeing someone. So a that's 30. Like a 30? Yeah. Yeah, a 30. Halfway, halfway. It's very different. Uh, it's also something very refreshing for me. I think it was Macy, our common friend, Macy. Hey, Macy. We still have to get you on the pod. <laughs> so it was Macy. Um, th- Maybe this is what my college dating experience. Experience. Like if there were <laughs> any straight boys around, um, so it's it's good. Uh, so the timeline's a little screwed up, but um, I feel like I'm ticking off boxes. <laughs> and then, um, in a way, there's no rush, um, and it's we're we're doing. I'm ticking off different firsts. Like first time being driven home, first Aww. time being picked up for a date. He picks first you time. up. He does. Oh, so cute. Yeah. At time, but when it's on the way, I don't want to impose. Of, of course. course, you're a modern woman as well. But it, it's him. He he offers. So it's sweet. It's very very sweet. It's so old school. I love right? it. Right? Yeah. Such a gentleman. I love and it. Then, and also shopping with a boy because he, he needed clothes for his um, Australia trip. So, Ugh, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's there on vacation though, right? He is, he is. Yeah, okay, okay. So let's Although, hope it doesn't convert him. I'm just kidding, Australia. <laughs> you guys are wonderful, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> please, please don't revoke my visa for this October. <laughs> oh, you're going? I am. It's booked already. Oh man, I have to, I have to book. I have to apply for visas. So anyway, I'm I'm happy. I'm really happy that it's. I hope and I wish and I am sending you all the good vibes that it continues on this. Like, I mean, I don't know if you like this certain speed, so to speak, but that it maintains this kind of like easy, uncomplicatedness of it all without the mm-hmm. deadline. I think you're mm-hmm. super deserving of this, and I am hopeful that one day. Maybe for myself as well. Ah, mm. oh, Diane, how far we've come. I know! <laughs> Coming from like hearing stories from you from a year ago, it's been this is such a nice, welcome, like happy story. Mm. Yeah. Hey. So, what about you, Patty? <laughs> what about me? What oh, about and then you? this interview is done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I think I'm I'm about to record, like, the first part of this podcast, which is super belated. But, like, yeah, me was interesting, and uh, in a, I've been, I guess it's a slowing down season for me, and that's why I was just talking to you about, like, mm. taking a hiatus from it, because I am getting a bit fatigued. And, I mean, I love hearing people's stories, and I love listening to you tell me about this, and I'm hoping all the best for you. But for myself, it's kind of just... All right, I'm going to see how much minimal effort I can put into this with hopefully good <laughs> results. Because <laughs> definitely in January, I was all in, all in, head first, like, you mm. know, submer- 
immersing myself. But now I'm just kind of like, eh. There, there will go, like, days upon end, like, days and days and days where I don't even open the apps. So mm. it's, again, partly distracted by other things, but also just lazy. So we'll see. We'll see how I can get back on the horse, so to speak, or, you know, keep trucking along. But it's it's really good to hear from you, and it's really good to hear that look the effort kind of like is sort of paying off in the enjoying the now with you yeah something that i uh, uh something i always noticed about you even if things aren't going well with you in terms of your personal date you're always so excited to hear love stories or killing stories oh, anything forever. to do with romance yes you're an eternal optimist way. So, I guess so. I... That, that's something admirable, really. Oh, thanks, girl. No, because I mean, just because it's not working out for me, it doesn't mean that I have to be, like, it doesn't stop me from being happy for others. Like, I'm so killing and happy for you. And that's why when I saw you at Marla's wedding and, like, I wanted to do something with you then because I know that we both had gone through things and I really wanted your point of view. But I guess hearing mm-hmm. other people's stories, whether happy or sad, preferably happy, uh, just gives me hope in a sense. And it makes me learn things of how to adapt and how to, I don't know, that's just me. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really hope that mm-hmm. talking to you and others, the five other people who are listening to this now, can, <laughs> I guess, find some sort of like hope and just, you know... Just keep going at it, cause mm-hmm. I'm not saying that not trying is bad. It it's mm-hmm. not for everyone. Trying is not for everyone. Making an effort mm-hmm. is not for everyone. But I find that with whatever minimal effort I put, I can't say at least I can't say I didn't try. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just me though. Trying is half the battle, right? I yeah, think it's, it's I still think. a it's a freaking <laughs> battle though. God damn it. <laughs> Why does it have to be a battle? It doesn't have to be. So yes, I think it's like, uh, maybe I'll take a couple of these like weeks to just really... Because like Chingai, I, I got like a reading from Chingai and she just told me to like mm. just enjoy my hermit time and stuff. But I'm being stubborn and I was like, no, 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 I don't want to enjoy my hermit time. I should. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I'm going to belatedly follow the May advice in June and just like... I don't know, shut things off and mm. I don't know. Regroup. Regroup, right? Regroup. <laughs> so yeah, th- thanks so much, Diane, for, <laughs> I mean, coming on and <laughs> sharing your stories with me and agreeing <laughs> to spend an hour of your Sunday afternoon with me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Until you visit me in Singapore. Ooh. Okay, yeah. next week. Next week. Game. <laughs> I'm not kidding, Diane. Book those tickets. Let's go out. I'm here. Okay, okay. Okay, we'll paint the town red. We'll take you out. <laughs> Diane, I'm not kidding. You better come here next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. And that's all for us this month. I do appreciate you guys sticking around despite the very sporadic release dates. If you've noticed, I've tried to make it on a Wednesday, but I know that doesn't help if it's not consistent. I'm trying my best, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you made it to the outro, congratulations. 
And if you're willing to come on the show, let me know because now I can call you from anywhere. Excited to hear from you guys. I appreciate the feedback. I hope you have a good June ahead. See you guys soon or I'll hear or you'll hear from me soon. Hopefully soon. Bye.